welcome to Impact Across Asia, a thought leadership series exploring responsible and inclusive business practices brought to you by Community Business. This piece was originally published on the Community Business website. Trans Inclusion in the Workplace Written and read by Adrian Davis. Community Business works with organizations to help them better reach their goals around responsible and inclusive business practices. A portion of that, when it comes to LGBT plus programs, includes advocating for and raising the voices of various community members and making sure they can access an equitable working life. Sometimes this means being the first stop for questions, so that when allies meet with another member of the community, they already have a baseline understanding of appropriate behaviors and how to effectively support the community. By creating a safe space for allies to ask questions, the hope is that they come away with a deeper understanding of the LGBT plus community and may have the tools to avoid common mistakes. Recently, organizations and individuals increasingly want to know what it means to be trans and by extension gender diverse and how to be a better ally, even if they feel like they've been doing the work in this space for a long time. With that in mind and with Idaho coming up, this seemed like a good opportunity to address some of those questions and understand why this has taken so long in the workplace, as well as some quick wins. For a reader who's new to this space, it's worthwhile mentioning uh, what is meant by terms such as trans and gender diverse. This will be, by necessity of the short medium of this blog post, an oversimplification. There have been many other individuals and organizations who have given thorough overviews into definitions and explanations of what it means to be trans and their own experience. Trans or transgender is an umbrella term for someone whose gender identity does not align with the gender they were assigned at birth. In other words, when a person came out of their parents' body, if the doctor said it's a girl, their assigned gender at birth was female. Being transgender means that at some point in that person's life, they realized that the assigned gender does not align with who they feel as a person and how they want to be perceived. They may have socially or medically transitioned. In other words, taken medical or social steps to ensure that the outer presentation aligns with their inner truth. Gender diverse, on the other hand, is one way to verbally include non-binary people who may or may not identify as trans. For the purpose of this article, trans should be taken to include the whole of the transgender and gender diverse community and not only binary trans people. So then what stops companies from moving forward? Often when speaking with individuals organizing LGBT plus inclusion efforts in the workplace, a few themes seem to play on repeat. They may recognize the importance of trans inclusion and want to do something, but have decided to manage the quote unquote easy parts first. So address the LGB before addressing T. They may want to wait to address trans inclusion until someone is already out in their organization, or they forget entirely that the trans community is unique in itself and may not be well served by general LGBT plus events. All of these strategies, although doubtlessly well intended, leave a significant portion of the community behind and can hamper later efforts. So to tackle the first, one has to remember the role organizations play in ensuring that no portion of the community is left behind and the great power that an initial push towards knowledge has. There can be a lot of excitement in an initial push for LGBT plus inclusion at work. And if done well, trans inclusion policies and practices can be well positioned to drastically improve at the same time. Further, if an organization chooses to focus on LGB first, they may find themselves patting themselves on the back too early, leading to an incomplete sense of accomplishment. The second type of organization might want to wait to address trans inclusion in the workplace until there's someone who's out and needs support. 
This approach assumes that there will be someone willing to potentially put themselves in the line of fire to gain support, which is never the best option. If you're waiting to get started until somebody is out, then when somebody comes out, you're already too late. The third type may assume that by having LGBT plus general events and policies, the trans community will be included automatically, being part of the same community. Those organizations would do well to examine who they invite to their events, who is present in their leadership, and really examine if their organization serves the trans community fully through policy, presence, and education. Given all this, what can organizations do quickly to support trans employees while they work on longer-term needs and solutions? A few quick fixes spring to mind. Invest in educating employees about what it means to be trans and how to intervene if they see non-inclusive behaviors. Second, encourage your employees to add their pronouns to their email signatures and Zoom names. Third, include period products in both restrooms, not just female restrooms. And finally, if you show a rainbow pride flag, offer trans inclusion flags as well. None of these are long-term solutions, and every organization is different in its needs and goals. Seek help from other organizations who are working in this space if you have questions, or work with community business. Thank you for listening to Impact Across Asia. To access further editions of this series and to find out more, visit communitybusiness.org.